Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Layman's Guide to the Multiverse, where we dive between the panels and break through the fourth wall. I am your host, Matt, and this week I have with me Paolo. Hello, Matthew. I have Edward. Oh, oh. And I have oh. Michael. Uh, post boo to, to Ed. Ed, oh, oh. boo. Sorry, I'm so I'm just so startled. So it's 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 just so spooky. That was me. I'm sorry, I startled you. It's oh. me, Mike. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, oh, that's We're, great. Is it? Were you scared because it's so dark in here? Because it's a darkest night. <gasps> oh God, no! It's not darkest night. It's blackest night. Oh, he's, oh wait, wait. It's very different things. Go on. <laughs> so it, I assume this must be. I mean, they're completely different <laughs> words, like blackest versus darkest. Black. Can you, can you describe the word "is"? That, yeah, that's what tripped me up, honestly. What do you mean by is? <laughs> what do you mean what? by dark? Where did is come from? I don't know. Ed brought it up. All right. Well, well you see, Paulo, the English language is something that we, we uh, all four of us know. <laughs> hey, speak for yourself. Hey, listen, I speak two languages, all right? I'll yell at you in Spanish. Do it. Do it right now. You won't. Oh. Fucking coward. Gracias. <laughs> so, all right. So, so. It's Blackest Night, right? If you're discussing the Green Lantern storyline, yes, it is Blackest Night. So it's so okay, because I thought it was um, Batman. I thought it was going to be spelled as a K. I will say this. <laughs> Batman does play a role. Yeah, he's pretty important. All right. All right. So how alive are his parents in this one? Um, they're super dead. They actually stay dead, huh? Yes. That's they weird. are one of the few who stay dead. You would think... And that's one of those things that you would think in, in like what this story is, they would have brought them back. But you know what? I'm glad they didn't because that would have been really cheap. Yeah. But what do you mean stay dead? Because most Batman stories I know, they do stay dead. That's not like a point of contention. If you read the old Batman R.I.P. at I was one hoping... point in that storyline, uh, we don't know if Bruce Wayne's dad is really dead or not. I was hoping you were just going to be like, if you read, full stop. <laughs> I'm just getting called out, and I'll cop to it. I don't know how to read. I just look, I just look at the pictures, and yeah, the the readings for losers. Uh, there you go. Got it. Yeah, <laughs> booyah! Take. I'm that only here for the good art, for the amazing art in these. Even though, like, I hate modern art. How dare you? So how dare I? So we want to how talk. Dare you? So so we want to talk today about Blackest Night because it has officially been released ten years ago uh, Stop, this year. You reminded me, I'm old. I'm so old. I think you guys are just great. Oh, thanks. Yeah, Thank no you. problem. Appreciate that. But it's just a number. Who cares? But yeah, you read old comic books. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're a young spring chicken, but the comics you the like comics, are fucking old as shit, dude. Old <laughs> right. and lame in and senior citizen discount my, on that blackest night. <laughs> in my Blue defense, I special. don't like them that old because I can't read them then. Oh, oh wow! Is that a Watchmen won't. call out? Like, that is a Watchmen. That's a Watchmen and Crisis on Infinite Earths callback. <laughs> if you've listened to us before, you know who I'm talking about. Oh boy! So, uh, all right. So, I'm looking at this right now. So, it's a Jeff Johns comic. Yes, one With of his better comics. Honestly, the probably his the crescendo of his run. Crescendo, the climax, if you will. The um. 
Because um, Jeff, Jeff Jones was the guy that kind of um, kind of reinvented uh, Green Lantern, right? Arguably, the Green Lantern that we have right now and everything that has been Green Lantern up until the recent run with uh, Grant Morrison has all been um, Jeff Jones. At least ever, everything after he was killed at the end of uh, his run as Parallax. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so Jeff Johns, the Green dude, more or less. Uh, let's see. I see it's penciled by Ivan Reese. Oh, the one of my yeah, so good, so good. He's also one of my favorites. I'm very upset that he hasn't done more. I mean, I think he's doing Superman right now. Is he? I think he is, uh, or either Superman or Action Comics. He's doing right now. I know he's got the big thing with Bendis. Nifty. All right. So I mean. Honestly, I have never heard of Blackest Night until you folks brought it up. I still haven't even honestly gotten around to reading it. Sorry about that. <laughs> so yeah, 10 years on, what is so special about Blackest Night? What's a brief synopsis you got? Besides how old it is. <laughs> yeah, get out your reading glasses, Paulo. Yeah, mm. Paulo, it's old. So, Eat hold dinner hold at 3 o'clock. <laughs> I am actually going to put Ed on the spot right now because sure. Ed said something earlier when we were discussing the process of this episode mm -hmm. uh, check out our behind the scenes video to understand our pro or behind the behind the scenes episode so you can check out our our process for this i thought it was oh, between yeah, the yeah. panels <laughs> hey, that's where we hide them we do i mean really um, our, our our creative process is me just calling paulo a, a fuck face for 45 minutes and then <laughs> <that happens. laughs> i did type that up and uh it's like, it no longer works yeah, yeah it's, it's <laughs> um but ed said something that i i really like the way he described it um in dealing with death and comic books oh. um where Okay, so we we talked about death in comics um, and how it's kind of meaningless, or, or I should say, like like that's a revolving door, and like they just kind of use it as a uh, as a way um, to use a pro wrestling term to get other people over, and like it doesn't matter, like it's it's it, it's it's who's on is it anyway? You know, the points are made up, or the questions are made up, points don't matter, that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Jeff Johns made sense of it. He made a great job making sense of it too. If I'm honest with you, he he kind of makes it a a point of a point of like why death and comic books technically have a meaning and why it makes sense and what happens as a result of all of that, at least in the DC universe or, or, in or, that or I should say that like, there's a reason why it like death doesn't matter. So how can you explain it without spoiling it? Cause I'm just envisioning now that like when superheroes die in DC universe, they like go to the afterlife and they get like a little punch card and you know, on your fifth, after your fifth resurrection, you get, you know, resurrected for free. Um, so it's, it's not a free resurrection, but it is a free bubble tea. Ah, yes. okay. absolutely. What I was going to say before he asked about, before you decided to talk about bubble tea. Oh, bubble tea is delicious. I'm it's so, so good. good. I'm sorry. I'm it a really big is. fan of boba, not huge on the jelly. I love, I, I'm actually the opposite. I'm a huge fan of the jelly, not a big fan of boba. Well, I've been, I've been putting, put it in lately, put, putting, if you, if you get a chance, I haven't had the pudding. Uh, I haven't I, tasted the pudding either. I have actually. heard somewhere though that putting fifteen dollar rum in into your bubble tea, top tier strategy. That's a strategy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can get behind that strategy. That's true. Like, I, I'm all right with that strategy actually. <laughs> I'm a big fan of slush bubble tea. Have you are, guys had that? We are one day into sober October, and we're t and we're talking about booze already. What it. is sober October? That sounds very scary. <laughs> <laughs> it's the layman's guide to the multiverse uh halloween spe a spectacular <laughs> no more booze. Booze. <laughs> i hate you all 
<laughs> so off track. Okay. Wait, so Superman doesn't have like sipping boba tea? As, like <laughs> Superman's not as, sipping... like in his grave, like just kind of waiting for his. First of all, to Superman's never died. He was in a healing coma. Um, oh, a healing uh, coma. That's what the flavor of the tea was. <laughs> healing so, coma. I can't really explain what I'm talking about without spoiling it. So, do you want us to kind of give you a background of what this story is, and then we'll get back to your to my point? Yeah, let's, let's do a synopsis. All right. I feel Ed can summarize it better than I can. Do, can, can. Can I? I don't know. I'll chime in if you need me to. I mean, who here has a reference? Like, who who can cite the book? Who has the book in front of them? Uh, is that it? Okay, fine. <laughs> fine. Fine. <laughs> fine. I, mean, I, can totally, I can totally do this for memory if, you, if you'd like me to. Do it. Um, so Blackest Night was a prophecy. It was it was a prophecy from a. It was actually a throwaway line in a Alan Moore comic from what 1981. I, I think it's even older than that. Let me Alan, check. Alan Moore wasn't he the Green Lantern? He gets killed by the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, no, Alan, Alan Moore. He's a real life dirty wizard. <laughs> Why is he so? What makes him so dirty? Does Have he, you seen him? <laughs> I mean, I try not to, but what makes him so dirty? I'm, 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 I'm. So I'm, I'm literally gonna just hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, hold on. You got, you got Alan Moore it, images. How about how about this one? This one it, works, right? Is it all the snake magic? Is it like residual? Like put a residue on him? I mean, do you see his that beard? How do you keep so, that clean? Look at his so dirty. Look at his rings. He looks like hey, the snake. <laughs> Alan Alan Moore looks like if it. it if a tired St. Bernard became a person. Mm. <laughs> That's apt. He kind of looks like uh, Santa Claus when after he retired to Florida. Ooh. Like he just kind of, yeah, he just kind of really let himself go there. I mean, not for nothing. Started is he going to come back? Is he going to come back with a Venom symbiote and fight Dr. Doom and Iron Man in a team up? Absolutely. <laughs> not for Spe- Especially Alan Moore. Look at this guy. Not, not for nothing. Uh, v- Venom symbiote, snake magic, Alan Moore. I definitely, I definitely want Alan Moore versus the Marvel Universe. Like, I want that Alan Moore versus the Marvel Universe. Can we get that? Somebody? <laughs> Anybody? Anyone listening? So bad right now. <laughs> I can't Come wait on, for the House movie. Out. Let's go. I can't right. wait for the movie adaptation where he wants nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> this is real life. They're lying. <laughs> Alan, come on. We got to get you to play you. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna repl- replace it with Grant Morrison as Alan Moore. <laughs> Honestly, I'm, I'm here for that casting. <laughs> 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 all right all right so it's based off of a quote from an alan moore comic it was kind of a throwaway line yeah i mean so really I mean, it's like paula was saying earlier it's it's a crescendo to everything jeff johns was building in, in his run prior um jeff john spends the better part of a decade i believe uh building up the different color core green lanterns yes um so you've got green for willpower you've got uh blue for hope uh, yellow for fear. Yellow for fear. Red is rage. Orange is greed or avarice. Um, Indigo is compassion. It is. Uh, and, violet, and violet. Oh yeah, and violet is uh, love. But it's definitely like that. That like kind of obsessive love. Yeah, it's no, like it's, toxic it's love. It, I was about to say it, it's it's a very unhealthy love. It's not a good time. No, not a good time at all. No, if I'm honest with you. Would you, say, would you would you say like lust? No, I don't oh. think I. I uh, Honestly, I, don't I, could call it, I don't know if I can call it lust. I mean, because it's not—it's not sexual. It's—it's it's very much just like that peace that, and love kind of thing, like, like yeah. unity. Uh, yeah. Okay. So what's interesting is what's interesting is within the comic itself, it's a really cool kind of 
thing. Uh, as a result of all of these different lights and all these different corps that that come up, not corpses, but like corps, like core. as yeah. an army corps. Yeah, different DC heroes during the um, during the actual uh, crossover like event. War of the Light. I yeah, guess. During, I no that technically the Blackest Night is the the end of the War of the Light. The War of the Light is the actual like war Very that's true. fought in between all of the different um, the different colors. Uh, at the end of it, you actually get to see a whole bunch of heroes in the DC universe wear different color rings based on their emotion that they represent. That was a really cool kind of thing that happened. But I'm kind of putting the the horse between the carriage here because there's still more <laughs> buildup to discuss on this. So yeah, that, that, I'm gonna say that's that's not till like the the crescendo of the crescendo. Yes, if you will. Snap. So I get so what I could do is I have the comic in front of me and I could read the big like kind of byline you know how they always give you the like quick mm -hmm. synopsis in the back in a world uh it, yeah pretty much so it starts with the dead will rise because oh, yeah. you know it has to be spooky across thousands of worlds the dead have risen these black lanterns heroes and villains recruited from beyond the grave have one purpose extinguish all light and life in the universe hal jordan has overcome death once before as the greatest green lantern to ever wield the emerald wing it is hal's unquestioned duty to lead the living against this overwhelming army of the dead while blackest night consumes earth heroes the seven corpse empowered by the emotional spectrum must end their war against each other or bear witness to the end of all creation each of these wildly different corpse fueled by rage avarice fear will hope compassion and love must unite against the blacks the black lanterns but only those whose light shines the brightest can lift the shadows cast by black hand and his followers as Earth becomes the ultimate battleground between the living and the dead, there is only one certainty. No one escapes death. So the summary kind of does a really good job of, of kind of giving you an idea of how heavy the stakes are in this. Yeah, world. it's, it's actually good. Sorry to cut you off. It's actually good yeah. that you did that because I would have like I would have gone back and had to explain some of that stuff to give you a basis of like this is then now this is where we're starting. Mm. So like it's not spoilers to say like the 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 black lanterns are the dead, dead the dead people of the DC universe given form by black rings. Yeah, the way that they the way that they explain it it's kind of like um the black rings are almost like a computer that's kind of pushing the the dead body forward. Yes, oh. and the whole reason that they've been resurrected is to kill other people and absorb their like they have to make sure that the the person that they're killing is dying with a powerful emotion so that they can absorb it, in which case they begin to ch to power up their it's major not only, lantern battery. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not only their their own power, but it's like, as the story progresses, there's actually like a little counter that they have, a, like, like a little percentage The percentage counter. of how yeah. charged up that Black, lan that black Lantern uh, is. <laughs> really it's just kind of yeah. like just the, by the way guys here here's how strong this guy is 90 93 percent <laughs> like it actually so that's the thing it builds up to this this whole thing where you come to find out that earth is technically like what the, the again the most important planet in in the galaxy yeah it's not even it's not even one of them it, it is the center is. of the dc universe yes Yes. Where, like, uh, they, they, they would have told you beforehand that it was Oa, like, that was supposed to be the center of the universe, and the guardians of the universe were going to, you know, guard the place from the center. Yeah. Not the case. Yeah. And so, like I said, the, 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 the whole concept of the book is supposed to be there to give you this emotional resonance of these characters being brought back to life and their impact on them being brought back as these just shells that are constantly mocking 
and just trying to get, get, get a like rise a, out of you. Yeah, they're trying to get an emotional um, response. Yes. So like um, they send uh, or, or no, Steve Trevor's still alive at that point, but like some of his dead relatives are like coming after him. They actually um, send Maxwell Lord after, after Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. Yeah. Um, so um, that's that's the thing. So the rings pick the um, and that's that's part of the whole part where you have to discuss. So uh, the buildup is that once the War of the Light erupts, death is going to come back and try to claim everything because originally the universe was nothing but black darkness death it was the, there was no emotions in the universe yeah, it was so, nothing so the big idea is that it if you have a dead dc character a black ring could befall on their finger correct and what's even more interesting if someone's died before and they've come back to life mm -hmm. the so, ring chases them yeah so like the uh the entity that that Apollo's talking about takes form as a uh, a being called Necron. Ooh. So when he when he shows up, he's like, yeah, you, like you you people thought like your heroes were just coming back, like death was a revolving door. No, it was a revolving door because I held it open. Oh, pretty. It's much. really hard to hold open a revolving door. <laughs> well, right? when you're when you're death, <laughs> near like you can you can hold that door open. <laughs> when, when you're death, you can slam that revolving door. Whoa. So since they're black lanterns, I, I guess it's a black lodge beyond the door, I guess. <laughs> yeah. How do they how do they talk? Is it um forwards or backwards? Oh. See now, that now, now so I, freaking cool. If now I just wish yeah, I just wish they were all entities in the Black Lodge. Like, can I just get my, my Twin Peaks comic book crossover? Please? Well, I mean, I don't know if you do this, but I like to give voices to the characters when I'm reading them. And I very much like give them like, especially when I, cause I recently reread the comic over again. And since their text is actually, it's really cool. It's cause you, it's a visual media. So what you do is you put effects into the lettering, mm -hmm. all the black lanterns speak with their letters kind of in like this. First of all, the speech bubbles are inverse. Yeah. So the speech bubble is black with, with the lettering the and white. Yeah. Uh, and the letterings all kind of funky. And it's all scrolled kind of. Yeah. So for me, when I'm reading it, I'm reading it with this weird kind of scratchy distorted, uh, a distorted, echoey version of the voice that I've heard of them before. Um, so for example, like uh, if you've ever watched justice league unlimited, the voice of Martian Manhunter is, you know, Martian Manhunter. It's already but, a little uncomfortable. Yes. So yeah. just imagine that because one of the, one of the, big heroes that's brought back because he's supposed to be the emotional core of the justice league and he's currently dead is martian manhunter so he comes back nah. and as he's as you're listening to him like speak and mock the justice league and pretty much mock hal jordan and barry allen he's beating the brakes off everybody yeah he's just <laughs> he's, you, you finally remember how powerful martian manhunter actually is there's i mean and I, I know i talked about this recently but there's a scene when like and i and i forget Polly, you could probably tell me um but there there's a fight scene and i, I forget who he's fighting but he's like, yeah, and like everybody thinks that like, or everybody seems to sell me short because they just like they think about my telepathy, or or they think about my all of my, or they think about my telepathy, but they remember my my weakness to fire. But everybody forgets I'm as strong as Superman, and he's like punching people through buildings. Uh, it doesn't happen in the main Damn. crossover. I think it happens in one of the tie-ins. Oh, mm. and that's that's another thing too about this like this event. A lot of the crossovers are really cool too. Um, like there's, there's one for justice League international, I believe I, I think they think it was justice League international. Um, mm -hmm. or it might've been just like one of the justice League B teams. Um, 
Oh no, not international. It was Detroit because I remember they they had like Zatanna and um, Vixen and I think a couple of the other characters, but they were getting chased down by like Vibe. Oh that, yeah, that's right. Vibe that's is one of the um, a Pontiac Vibe. Yeah. No, Vibe's vibe <laughs> like a, a D-list hero from the uh, Detroit, the, the, the what they call the Detroit League. Uh-huh. Uh, the Justice League at some point in like the mid to late '80s was based out of Detroit. Uh, the only like big name super, the only like big name heroes on the team, uh, and they were leading it. I think was uh, Martian Manhunter and Aquaman. Not even Cyborg. No, not even Cyborg. No, oh, so, wow. so Cyborg being on the Justice League is like a new. Uh, that's a, a new edition thing. for like, yeah. like the new 52 yeah oh okay okay wait well, yeah that's jeff johns jeff johns did that he's the one who brought cyborg onto the justice league when he was writing Ju- um justice league oh yeah yeah i yeah. forgot that that was what happened in that yeah because i from most stuff i've read you know detroit for me is synonymous with cyborg fair yeah robocop for me also fair and the pontiac <laughs> vibe and the the classic Detroit vehicle. <laughs> Your move, dirtbag. <laughs> but no, I, 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 one of the things that I like most about this comic, going back to it, is just the poignancy that they have when dealing with death in comic books, especially because a lot of the beginning of the book is told the perspective of Hal Jordan. And this is like, this is after he's come back from being the spirit of vengeance and being resurrected. And he, so the, the, everything takes place on a day that they celebrate. Uh, Superman's death. Well, they don't That's celebrate. Right. They don't celebrate his death. They celebrate his resurrection. That's right. The fact that he's back. Yes. That's so, why everybody's together. Exactly. So they're actually all of this starts happening right after like the, all the celebrations and like everybody's getting together. They're going to the separate cemeteries. They're they're you know oh, just a good time. Yeah, they're they're celebrating, but they're also mourning. Like Spring remembering these people. And like even, <laughs> believe it or not, one of the nicer things that I they I love that they mention is. Even the villains, uh, especially the the Flash's villains, they have their own kind of secret cemetery where they bury their um their fallen their fallen comrades, like the villains that have passed away. Um, so that was really cool. It does like again one of the other things that it does it take does a lot of world building. This also takes place shortly after Barry Allen returns as the Flash. Yeah. So one of the big things, like this happens after Final Crisis, which is, again, one of the other big crossovers that happened around this time. Um, and at this point, Barry Allen has come back from the dead. Barry Allen, who has been dead since Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah, it's been like a good 20 years, maybe more, 20, 25 years. Yeah. So I believe I believe they make it a point to mention that like Barry Allen's death is when comics started to get a lot darker. And that is when a lot of character, like a lot of heroes began to die and the work became much more dangerous. Um, and they mentioned hmm. that. Like, so there's a scene where like they're they're mourning over the fact that like they like Barry can't slow down. He feels like he's missed so much. Um, he can't stop running because of everything that he he has to make up for in the time that he's been gone. Um, he finally slows down to talk to Hal Jordan and how he like asks Hal, how many people have died since I've been gone? And how there's this two page like, spread, bro. yeah. <laughs> where it's like you see you see the fact Aquaman's dead, the original Black Canary's dead, uh, the original Firestorm has died. Um, at this point, Bruce Wayne is dead. Oh, that's because, yeah, yeah, Bruce, yeah. Bruce Wayne's thought to be dead. Yeah, yeah, Bruce Wayne's thought to be dead. Like they think they buried him and everything. Um, we come to find out that's actually not a real Bruce Wayne. That's it's actually a, a oh, it's one of the Dark Side clones yeah, from it's Final the Dark Crisis. Side clones from Final Crisis. Yes. 
Um, which again, <laughs> as I mentioned, it's a it's a big plot point because Black Hand, who is like this avatar of death, that's like going through the DC universe, which again, he was like this C-list fucking it's a villain fucking jobber. Yeah, he was a jobber <laughs> for Green Lantern. Becomes this sick, twisted like zombie dude who's absorbing like he used to what he used to do was he invented a a device that used to absorb green lantern's energy like and that's how he would be able to like channel it but now they take it where he's like this sick kind of creepy um like oh, necrophiliac he's, he's walking around with his dead family yeah he he's walking his around family with his, and he resurrected him he's, yep. he's a fucking necromancer yep he's a necromancer wow. he steals the fake clone bruce wayne's skull and is just walking around with it because that's the emotional tether that he uses so that he can activate the rings that go flying out into the universe and just start resurrecting dead people in the universe. <laughs> that is a lot of sentence that I just said. There's, wow. so much, there's a lot going on. Uh, there is. I think we need to uh, sit yeah. back and think about that for Take a minute. Take a minute, digest that madness. When we come back, I will try to make it make more sense. Yeah, I'm going to check my mail for a ring, see if I got it. <laughs> we'll be back. All right, and we are back. All right, so we just got done talking about Blackest Night for a bit. Um, Joe always does such a great job of summarizing what we talked about. I want to hear you summarize what the fuck I just said. All right, well, here's here's my take, okay? It was 2009, <laughs> and DC was sitting there going, hey, you know what? Yeah, this Green Lantern run. It's really good. But you know what? Make it even better because it's 2009. And what was fucking huge in 2009? What? Zombies. Oh, shit. Honestly, man, the, the I'm thinking about where I was in 2009. And the more you talk about it, the more I would have said, oh, geez, they're just shoehorning zombies into Green Lantern. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I was like, that, that was around the time I think I was starting to check out of Walking Dead because I was reading that at the time. You know, the funny part is I checked out of The Walking Dead when I first started reading The Walking and I'm, Dead. And I'm, I'm in the same boat because I remember um, a handful of people we went to college with were like, like we, we would go to go to uh, Midtown Comics and they'd be like, oh, yo, you're in your comics? Yo, you got to go get The Walking Dead. It's so good. I remember reading it being like, yeah, it's fine. I, I honestly, fine, yeah. I honestly didn't give it more than like a couple of episodes, a couple of episodes, a couple of issues because I just couldn't get into oh, it. Oh, I gave the TV show way too many episodes. I I gave the TV show. I didn't even get to the first season of the TV show. If I'm Dude, honest with you. Good. I finished the first season. I never returned. And Don't, I didn't even honestly, think it was that bad. I, I guess I dodged the bullet. People say I dodged the bullet. Uh, you did. <laughs> just just remember, don't dead open inside. So that's all you need to know. Don't dead open inside. Okay, I'm writing that listen, down. You that always, very listen, you're gonna find you're gonna find out that the that the real villains are us all along. <gasps> Gaius. I knew that. Hot take. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 what drives me nuts is that like people were were talking like The Walking Dead was the first media, like the first medium to ever do that. 
And George Romero has been doing doing that the Wait, entire time. Who said that? Who? Oh, there, there were people. There were people. There, there were, were people, plenty man. of people we went to college with. Mike. Really? <laughs> I, I I liked it because I thought it was a homage to Romero. Yeah. Like 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 I'm like okay stupid no, zomb- stupid zombie novel whatever I'm in listen it's like yo I, listen, listen this it, book is so good because like it's about the people I'm like you yeah, want no so is Night of the Living Dead if you want a really Dead. really good and Day of the Dead yes yeah. all of those movies are great but if you want a really really great zombie read go read World War Z don't watch the movie go read the book I hear the movie is good in a, in a, in a vacuum if you call it something else. You are absolutely correct, and I will totally give you that. But I am one of those proponents that just keeps saying that that book is still relevant. That book is still good. And honestly, it feels like that might be one of the reasons why I'm getting through this pandemic with a little sense of kind of like, like I'm no longer surprised by the nonsense that people are are, are spewing. I I thought you were going to say poison rationality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Namely because... In a zombie, so World War, and I'm not going to turn this to a World War Z podcast, even though well, I we could would do love it. to do it. I would love to do an episode on that. Brad Pitt's um, hair was immaculate in that movie. Yeah. World, World War Z, the book, does a fantastic job of showing you how stupid people can really be. <laughs> a person is intelligent. People are stupid. And like people were buying into these fake vaccines, fake panic. Like, and then and then when they realized that the fake vaccines weren't working and then you had people who were lying about, you know, oh, no, my loved one isn't sick. What are you talking about? No, as they have. Them but I'm trying to cross ex- or, or trying to cross the border into somewhere else where they think they'll find a cure or be safe. Sick. They were. <laughs> yeah. This is why Blackest Night is so much better than this nonsense, because in Blackest Night, <laughs> at least the zombies would talk to you before they murdered you. Oh, some of, them really wow. nice. some of them wow. were really nice about it. Yeah, some of them were really cool about it before they killed you. Yeah, they were like they 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 would show themselves as like as they were, as you remembered them. And you're like, oh, my God. Oh, I, I love that they were oh, my loved ones. Yes. Oh, they, like they give them a hug and give them a big old smooch. And then they'd rip your fucking throat out with their teeth and eat your heart. Um, yeah, because I need then, that. You, die, I need then things. you die either with fear or with love. And then you and rise and you turn into one of them. Exactly. Exactly. Well, only if you had like an emotional tether that required you to like that you were worth resurrecting, I guess you could say. Because Fair. again, it mm. wasn't like they just resurrected random people. They resurrected specific people to get emotional connections. Oh, definitely. So for, so for example, there was um, back in the day how uh sorry not how jordan uh john stewart the um african-american green lantern that was very popular that was made popular more on the daily show. limited tv show yes daily show clearly <laughs> um during his his run as a as the main green lantern of of earth he actually was unable to save an entire planet of people and that is considered one of his greatest failures oh yeah no they 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 beat that into the ground. Yep. Oh, no. Yeah. He let Zanshi die. Yep. It was he his let, fault. He, it's all his fault. Yeah. Zanshi I was going to vacation died. there. Zanshi died <laughs> because of him. So you know what? You know what Necron did? You know what Black Hand did? Rise. Fucking resurrected the entire planet. Oh, I can go. Okay, good. Let's go. I mean, I remember um, there being a big to do because you're saying that like, um, you know, that they, these characters need to have like an emotional tether to the other people around them. Uh, there was a race at one point to get back to what they thought was Bruce Wayne's grave. Cause they were like, Oh shit. Black hand's going to resurrect Bruce. We're fucked. Oh no. No, it <laughs> turns out too. 
Yeah, it turns out he'd already stolen the fucking, the, um, yeah, the skull. He's, yeah, he, he's A, been walking around with the skull, but B, he, he went to bring him back, and it, like, wasn't him. Like, so it was fake him. He was just yeah, walking so around with the, a fake skull? Like, from... I mean, it was a real skull, Spirit Halloween? it wasn't actually... It was a real, oh, okay. it was a real skull. <laughs> it was a real skull, but, like, it's it, not... It was a clone Bruce Wayne. Yeah, it was uh, a clone Bruce Wayne. Okay. It was a dark side clone Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Clone skull. Yeah, so, yeah. so so when these, dark, these Black Lanterns kill you, do they... And they resurrect you. Do you also get a ring? Or are you just kind of like some yes. schmuck without a ring? Yes. Okay, okay. Yes, you get a ring as well. Um, Actually, no, actually, and not always because, and I'm actually flipping through the pages right now, I remember, because I remember there was one particular scene that's super fucked up. Um, So just to kind of give a brief description, Firestorm is technically two people in Ooh. one. Yes. So the original Firestorm is uh, Ronnie Raymond and Dr. P- uh, Professor Martin Stein. They were the original Firestorm. They would, they would, they had the Firestorm Matrix split between them, and they would fuse into one. And one would be the body, and the other one would be the brain to give to the. You'd be able to do that, okay? But hmm. Ronnie Raymond has since died. So now the new Firestorm is actually um, Jason Rorsch, who is this uh, this new kid who like he was he really didn't have his and his girlfriend. Um, and he was. I want to say that he was more the brains. Yes. of the operation but he yes. was also he happened to be the body and she was just kind of along for the ride yes oh. so but they would go around with professor stein because professor stein was still like like he remembered his time being um firestorm and was trying to help them and mentor them so during this time they go to ronnie raymond's grave <gasps> and ronnie raymond has been resurrected but ronnie raymond has been resurrected as part of firestorm his what? half of firestorm He's just a half a person like he's no. So he so the whole thing with Firestorm is he can transmute matter. OK, OK, but only if he knows the um, molecular uh, structure. Yes. Of it. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say the atomic makeup. Yes. So the whole point was Ronnie Raymond was the body. So he was like the, the guy who like he was the, the superhero kind of sports guy, like body of it. And Martin Stein would be the brain. So like he would merge with him and Martin Stein would give him all the information that he needed to be able to do these transmutations. Firestorm, or as he calls himself now, Deathstorm, which infinitely <laughs> fucking metal as fuck. He was, he was metal as fuck. He really was, though. Like the, um, whole, the whole way through. The whole way through. Yeah. He merges. He takes Jason Rorsch and absorbs him into himself. So now he has the brains to be able to like he forces Jason to give him the molecular structure of salt, salt and then he grabs jason's girlfriend and fucking transmutes her into salt yeah he, he turns her into lot's wife what's good lot's wife oh yes. the classic punishment Ooh. yes you shouldn't Trans- have looked so she dies in fear turns into salt and she absorb and he absorbs that fear to channel to to power the black lantern battery but yeah, then I, he gets high blood pressure and it's a whole thing <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah needless to say that shit it, but like jason's in the body he can't do anything about it he literally just watched through his but through the body watched his girlfriend get fucking turned to salt and disintegrate murdered oh. to death Yep. No, and, and I think what's cool too is um or at least what kind of not tries to point home, but another neat part of that scene, uh, we don't even get his reaction. We just get Deathstorm taunting him. Yeah. Well, you see, you do no, actually you do see. So I'm just we, going I, back I, to that page. I don't I'm, this, so, for me, this is from memory. In the in the in the panel, he's a disembodied head that's screaming. Ah, right, right, right. Okay. 
And you get to see him screaming about the fact that, like, because he's still technically connected, he can read her mind. So, like, he's feeling all her emotions at the same time as fucking Deathstorm's killing her. It's fucking rude. It is rude. And then Deathstorm proceeds to resurrect um, a whole bunch of villains inside the Justice League uh, Watchtower. Inside the, it's not the Watchtower, the um, the Metro the Tower, whole, the, the, uh, the Hall of the, Justice. The whole, yeah, yeah. Well, you just go to the lobby and just start murdering people. Well, no, got- he resurrects. No, he uses that death to power the resurrections of just to name a few people: uh, Doctor Light. Yep, Maxwell Lord. Yep, uh, Rattlesnake, uh, and a couple of other like D-list fucking villains whose bodies they keep. Oh, in there. and what was cool was like Maxwell Lord comes like crawling out of it because they've got it. They got his body in like um like a morgue essentially. Like, like yes. one of those like morgue drawers. It's a se- it's a secret Justice League morgue, pretty much. He, he, com- <laughs> he comes crawling out of this thing like like the chick from the ring, and his head spun backwards because uh, Wonder Woman yep. broke his neck. Yep. Yep, but he, he like, gets better, right? <laughs> no, Him, no. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> he's not better. He's not better at all. <laughs> um, coming uh, back a little bit, uh, I, I did want to talk about how I was saying before, like when when they they reveal Necron, um, and they've got like all your big name like heavy hitter heroes. They're all like hanging out at one of the Superman memorials, and Necron's kind of doing his like uh, the mustache swirling bad guy. Like I'm going to tell you my um, my plan. <laughs> My plan. Yeah, is my he plan. ringing his hands and all that? Uh, yeah. I mean, he's, yeah. he's got his scythe, but he's also ringing his hands or, yeah. or, or around the scythe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but he goes through his whole, like, oh, you thought death was a revolving door? He's like, no, 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 no. No, the door opens and closes. I've just been holding it open. And, like, not that he snaps his fingers, but it's one of those, like, all of you rise. And anybody that's, oh, that's standing shit. there that's been dead is now a Black Lantern. Okay. So just to oh. kind of give more clarity on exactly what, what he's talking about. Okay. So all of this is happening after like Necron has uh fucking risen. So Necron's on the loose. <laughs> Necron's out. Classic um, Necron. Yeah, the flat the flat the two flashes, <laughs> Barry and and, and um ne- and Wally. Necron takes Manhattan. <laughs> uh, they're they're trying to to kind of like try to try to make Barry's, sense of everything. Barry's out right because or, or I should say, yeah, they're trying to make sense of everything. Um yeah. Barry, keep, that keep hasn't happened yet, by the way. That hasn't happened yet. I know exactly what you're saying. That yeah, hasn't go, happened go, yet. Go, go, go. Um, so they start fighting, they're fighting guardians, they're fighting dead people, they're fighting practically at this point, like an entire grave planet. All the big superheroes shows up. So like the Titans show up, fucking Animal Man shows up, uh, Superman, Wonder Woman, all of like Superboy, yeah, everybody shows Green up. Green Lantern, the Flashes. Yeah. At this point, everybody's it's the Justice, fighting. Yeah, it, it, it's yeah. the Justice League. It's it's all the big heavy hitters. Yes. I love that point, Animal Man's a heavy hitter. Yeah, Animal Man's considered a heavy hitter. Um, and like at this point they have the whole like all the all the lanterns show up too. like all the main leaders of all the lantern cores show up like all the colors show up to make everything make sense. And they're all like, yeah, we're going to stop death. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And Black Hand is just like, guess what? <laughs> you fucking what you guys didn't know was that all of the light together in the Black Lantern is exactly what we fucking wanted. Oh. So all of a sudden, oh, they, they resurrect. They resurrect that bruce wayne skull bruce wayne comes back as black lantern batman and he spits out black rings i think that's isn't like that from actually, his mouth or yeah throw him yeah, up? yeah 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 he throws oh, i'll throw you a picture man it is probably one of the coolest pieces of art in this book like i can't even 
Bruce Wayne has a terrible diet. Dude, you have to eat. You can't eat metal. You're, that's why he died. That's why he sounds like he does. Yeah. He's gargling rings. <laughs> Christian Bale, let, let me find this scene because there's one specific. Oh, here it is. I got it. Uh, Bruce Wayne, RAP metal poisoning. I, that may as well be what it is. This is like the precursor of like Dark Knight's metal. <laughs> oh no i think i think he is in dark like there is a black lantern bruce wayne or some shit like that in dark knight's metal i forget i don't know man i haven't read death metal yet i have to get on that but yeah look I, at that I picture. Do, there, there's a scene where you get like you know biker batman riding his fucking mm-hmm. bone dragon cycle with his scythe and something <laughs> happens ridiculous. where he's like yeah suck it fuck face and he and he pulls out a black lantern ring and it's like rise and like all the dead guys around him pop out and it's, fine, it's, it's fucking Batman so ridiculous. Versus, yeah, so ridiculous. I don't, I don't like this. This flush. I don't like that sound effect. So he puts, he spits out these black lantern rings. <laughs> That's the sound it makes when it moves. I don't like it. And it just, and it lands. The rings land on every superhero that's died. Ew, icky. And, Ew, and, it, it, and actually, Ed, you were wrong. It's not rise. He just goes die. Right. And all of them become black lanterns. Bit redundant. Oh man. Yeah, they so like, all they, turn into Black Lanterns so like they immediately. Over, yeah, I want to say that they they pan over and it's like Superman, Wonder Woman, Superboy, Green Arrow, the Hawks. Like, yep, <laughs> yep. It, it gets crazy. And then, so a bla- a ring is chasing Hal Jordan, and a ring is chasing uh, the Flash, uh, Barry. Allen. Barry. Yeah, and it's just ridiculous because Barry <laughs> is outrunning. It's yeah. just outrunning this ring that's chasing. Fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> Wow. No, and then and then they have to fight fucking Superman and Black Lantern fucking Green Arrow, which is fucking hysterical. Like I just don't understand why Green Arrow is a Black Lantern. Because he he died. No, I know that, but like why would you pick Why not? Does he have like casket arrow? What's going on with him? We we established long ago he's not very lucky. Yeah, that is true. Yes. So like neither with science we did it. Because everybody loves Ollie. Even if he is a perpetual like fuck up, everybody loves him. Everybody does love Ollie, yes. So what they realize is the Black Lanterns, the only way to actually stop the Black Lanterns that are resurrected is actually by combining the light between two color rings. It's, it's, or like it's, multiple color rings. Care Bear's there. Yes, Care Bear's there pretty much. Oh. Yeah. Oh my god, I forgot that there's an entire scene where fucking... The entire planet of Shanxi is chasing John Stewart. Yeah. Yep. That sounds almost <laughs> as ridiculous as a ring chasing after the fastest thing on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> it's so I, I like the concept of this like this storyline because there's a bunch of really neat things. Um but res and, and like the, the scene of resurrecting Zanshi is like the initial thing is like, oh shit. The rest of it is kinda goofy. It really is, though, because like John Stewart ends up show like he ends up going to uh, to to Sanchi to like put it down. Yep. Um, but I, I want to say that like he stops. I forget why he stops using the Green Lantern ring. So he ends up grabbing the Compassion one, and like he ends up making the uh, the choice of whether or not he's gonna like put the planet down with a sniper bullet from his it is fucking Compassion sniper rifle. But <laughs> it's <laughs> goofy, so man. That's from that's from one of the tie-ins, though. Because I'm looking, I'm going through the um the the comic right now, and like, so what's funny is like this stuff that we're telling you is actually getting towards like some of the also the cooler parts that are also still really goofy. So it's after this point that 
they realize they're going to need more lanterns. <laughs> We're going to need a bigger boat. So, <laughs> and, then, and then Ganthit gets a Green Lantern ring. Like, Ganthit is you one of the original Guardians. Yes, Ganthit. No, Ganthit. Ganthit is one of the he's Guardians Cajun. of Galaxy. Oh. No, he's a little blue <laughs> man. Cajun. Um, okay. He helps the other lanterns make more rings out of their, like, they duplicate lanterns out of their rings. Oh, that's right. And Ooh, that's when... Yes, exactly. And that's <laughs> oh, no. when like that's when you get these scenes where like Lex Luthor is is hiding from a bunch of dead people that are chasing him, but he's in like his power armor and all of a sudden a fucking orange lantern ring lands on him and he just gets like super fucking buff. Um <laughs> Scarecrow. Oh, Scarecrow gets the Sinestro Core Scarecrow ring. Scarecrow gets a Sinestro Core ring. That seems like a no-brainer. Actually, so what's an interesting point is so apparently Scarecrow has doused himself too much with his fear gas. So he's he's overdosing. Yeah, he's he's literally he's literally at this point. He's no, it's the opposite. He's so numb to everything that the lanterns like the black lanterns don't even attack him. They only see him as like this void. Oh, that's right. And he's kind of like, oh, why not me? Yeah, why not me? Like he keeps wanting. Like he says, he wants to feel fear. At this point, he has not felt fear since since Batman. The only thing that makes him scared is Batman. So he's just like yelling. He's freaking out, yelling like he's like, "I want to see the fear. I want to see what everybody's so scared of." That's and a twenty twenty move. Fucking, yeah, exactly. yeah right. <laughs> and then a yellow lantern ring fucking lands on him. I mean, so to me, that like that 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 sentence, or like just that that entire scene. Here are these like undead like superheroes and villains, and this dude is just like, yeah, whatever. It's fucking Tuesday. Who cares? I'm I'm, I'm terrified of a guy that dresses up like a bat and punches me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> that dude is scarier than actual dead people. Yeah. Oh, Pretty comics! Much. Comics are silly, guys. I love them. They're great. How the yeah, fuck does yeah. Batman ever lose? Like, oh, it's so great. <laughs> no, it really is though. Like, it's ridiculous. I love it. It's I love so it. silly. It's so goofy. So, I love it. No, and then the costumes get even sillier. Like, um, they they get like so so. Uh, Barry Allen gets a blue lantern ring. So now he's just like the Flash in a blue lantern costume. Oh, that one was cool. Yeah, that one was pretty cool. Scarecrow is in a Sinestro Corps costume, which looks pretty cool. I think the two dumbest ones, the ones that bother me the most, are Wonder Woman's costume and the Adam's costume. The Adam's costume is goofy because he's, he's like the tribal chief, like yes. Ray Palmer. Oh, <laughs> the tribal chief Ray Palmer, who can who can fucking shrink down yeah. and get bigger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From what I remember, like he's got like hold on, I'm looking. Like, doesn't he have like a lay and like a grass skirt and like a like a? No, he's got he's got a Cause fucking. Because like, so the image in my head is vaguely problematic. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hold on, I'm bringing that up right now because it's just it's so goofy. It really is. He's wearing like he he no longer has a shirt on. Yeah, he's um, fucking shirtless. He's got, yeah, he's got like these tribal he's tribal designs on him and like one shoulder pauldron. <laughs> um, he's got Ooh. a he's got a staff. Paul, who and designed a me- you? Yeah, I know clearly. Right. <laughs> I love the asymmetrical design. It's, it's the it's the go to. <laughs> oh, please! I hope that's big enough. I can't. Can oh no, that. it's not. He it's looks not like really a Soul Caliber two character. He looks, he looks like a Soul like Calibur Soul Cal- 6 custom character. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or but like a YMCA member. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought this motherfucker's wearing a belt of Storm Giant strength. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. I got a good one here. Hold on. This, oh, is, good. No. this is great. 
Hold on, so you guys can understand exactly what I'm talking yep, about. Yep, there it is. Oh wow. He's got it's like great. red. He's got um. What's the fucking? What is it when you guys when when like the characters wore a belt with like armor on and you got the um the tabard that swings under the belt like between your legs. I don't know I don't what the know, hell that's know, called. I don't know what you're oh, into, Paul. Oh, like the, the fucking paladin thing. Yeah, the yeah. paladin thing. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. He's yeah, wearing, like, Conan the Barbarian. Like, that's that's essentially, yeah, the big belt and the loincloth thing. Yeah, <laughs> but but, yeah, he, but he, still, he still has his the Adam tights on. Like, yeah. like he could still, like, he's, his, his entire power set is based on science. It's based on his belt. It's I based guess, on his belt. I guess scientifically he learned he doesn't need a shirt anymore. Like, is that... <laughs> 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 oh man no hold on but then that wasn't my biggest complaint my biggest complaint is wonder woman's costume the wonder so the wonder woman one is an offensive it's just not great i i think Ray palmer's costume is the worst like i actually it's... i actually like blue lantern barry yeah i see that costume i don't think this man shrinks i don't <laughs> like, what, he, he's the tribal chief he, he sits at the head of the table <laughs> bow down and kiss the ring bro like where's that ring been i don't trust it <laughs> fair was that inside batman was that one inside batman i don't want uh, <laughs> he okay so he was inside of a ring actually for a little while he actually he actually does go do that he uh rewires one of the black lantern rings so ray i think ray is the one that find that figures out that like the black lantern the black the black lantern connected. rings are a they're all connected but b they're sort of like computers yes oh yeah the wonder woman one's not terrible it's just not great. It's just well, I mean, let's be honest. The 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 sapphire, the star sapphires, as they're called, they their costumes are not great. Yeah, like yeah, I mean, like it's it's one of those things. Like the original is not great. The designs are problematic. Yeah, I wonder is, I don't, it looks I don't, like she's yeah. cosplaying a star sapphire. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> good way to put it. Yeah. All right, so ten years out, it's an old comic. We're old. Hey, we're young. Comics are old. <laughs> yeah. How dare you? <laughs> So what impact has this had? So if I'm honest, I think it did a really good job of trying to make sense of that revolving door that was, and I hate to continuously call it that, but like that revolving door of death yeah. in comic books. Because um, that's really what it was. Yeah, I mean, this 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 story um, does a really good job of pulling out, like, a, I don't want to say a lot of obscure characters, but it, it does do a lot for like C and D list characters. There's a cool um, tie-in story with Dick Grayson and Damian Wayne, because I think Dick is still Batman at this point. Um, actually, no, he's definitely still Batman at this point. Yeah. Um, so he, he like he's Batman, Damian's his Robin, uh, and they're fighting. Uh, they're fighting Dick Grayson's uh, resurrected parents and a resurrected Haley Circus, if I remember right. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit, dude. Yeah, that one's pretty cool. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other obscure ones that I mean, they, they it, start it pulling out, but so. It definitely brings sets up a lot of things because at the end of it, a lot of the characters that were dead are now alive again. True. So like Ted Cord, uh, what's sorry, not his name, Ted Cord. Um, yeah, it definitely wasn't Blue Beetle. No, it was a Blue Beetle. It was um Maxwell Lord comes back to life. Maxwell like Lord one of those comes back people. to life. Um, um, they bring the back Hawks Aquaman back to, back to life. Aquaman, Martian yes. Manhunter. Uh, the original, the original uh, Captain Boomerang, Digger Harkness comes back at the oh, end of right. this. I forgot about that. Um, like I said, Martian, they bring back Martian Manhunter as well. And that was kind of a big deal. Like, I, uh, I kind of like, hate that uh, Graham Morrison used him as enhancement talent for Final Crisis. Yeah, pretty much. They, they, um, they, they, use, uh, they, they use him to put uh, Libra over, essentially. Yeah. 
Two yeah, just stabs him with a oh yeah they spear. bring back they bring oh they bring back uh what's it called the reverse flash reverse flash comes back which sets up oh, flashpoint i was that eobarthon they bring back i, I believe yeah it is eobarthon because eobarthon was the flashpoint at that time it was a professor zoom right it brings back the anti-monitor i was gonna that's actually where i was going um like because the so we were talking before about how they like there was that counter like every time somebody uh or every time the, one of the black lanterns feeds there's a little like black lantern like in the corner of like the panel um and you'll see the percentage go up and it's one of those that like every time somebody dies that number goes up and you're like well i i wonder where that like i wonder where that's going yeah the big reveal is when that's done their power battery is the undead anti-monitor yeah yeah it's a lot like i said a lot of stuff happens in this book i really really recommend for anybody who has even a minor interest in green lantern um give it a shot Go back and reread the Sinestro Core War, which is the what got me back into comics. Just reread. The <laughs> I was hired in Jeff Johns' run. It's yeah, just great. reread the entire Jeff Johns' run. Just read Green like Lantern. fifteen years yeah. worth of comics. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Just do Hon it. Honestly, yeah, uh, sure, I'll do it. It's good. No, okay. So I will. And it's the feds. It's so goofy. It's so goofy. I'm about to. But do like, this. it's the embodiment of everything that makes comic books great. I think that's where I want to end at on this. The, the, these these stories just is everything that makes comic books great it embraces the silliness and also the deadly seri seriousness of batman coughing up green lantern rings <laughs> yeah i mean like you, you saw that rings. yes it's terrifying <laughs> yes fwish Fwish. i don't uh, like that <laughs> that is not a sound i want associated with batman coughing up anything ever <laughs> <laughs> all right then we'll call it a night at that go do we read because like i can i can do this for another like three hours like we can go but if we keep going too long, we might kill it, and then mm, we'd have to resurrect it. Rise. We might. Oh, we have to give it a ring. Wish. If you kill it, then you better put a ring on it. Just push. Says Beyonce. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> Wash your hands. Wear a mask. Beyonce. All of the music that you have heard is the song "Dance Rock" off the album "Descent of the Goober Monster" by Jesse Spillane. It is licensed under an Attribution 4.0 International CC by 4.0 license off freemusicarchive.org. If you have a question, a topic you would like us to cover, or simply wish to tell us all of the facts that we have screwed up, feel free to email us at laymansguidetothemultiverse at gmail.com. Also, feel free to visit us at our website at laymansguidetothemultiverse.com. <laughs>